0: Welcome to the NCS Tech Talks Podcast, your hub for all things tech and innovation. Get ready to discover the upcoming technologies shaping the future of businesses. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of NCS Podcast Series, where we bring the trending technologies to our IT leaders. My name is Leslie Toh, an Application Architecture Practice Lead in NCS. And today, in this day of pervasive digital transformations, a topic that is entrenched in all type of transformation is about digital trust. And today we have the privilege of having Arpen Banzo, VP of New Gen Software, all the way from his Sydney office to talk about this topic. Arpen has close to 24 years of experience working with customers globally for large ICT and digital transformation programs. He has expertise in areas like automations, content and records management, done a lot of work for public sectors, across the globe, including Singapore, so you definitely have a lot of things to actually share with us. So, Arpen, what does digital trust actually means to new gen, and also maybe for you as well?
1: Thanks, Leslie, for such a wonderful introduction, and thanks for inviting me here, NCS team. It's really an honor to be here. Let me give a quick uh, introduction to who we are. Uh, Newgen is a software product company with 30 years of innovative track record. We are leaders in enterprise content management, business process management and customer communication management. We have about 530 customers across 17 verticals. Banking and government are two key focus areas for us and all our software product platforms are highly rated and by the likes of Gartner and Forrester. When it comes to digital trust generally refers to the confidence that individuals, organization and government have in the ability of digital systems to protect their data and provide reliable services in a consistent manner. It also means to us, it also means to me. Some of the key components if you really see for digital trust are security, privacy, reliability and auditability of any digital system. We strongly believe that it is crucial for building and maintaining any digital system for long term. Generally, you know, this is the context to today's discussion.
0: Right. So you talk about reliability and also the the ability to trust, right? So obviously it really sounds like something to, you know, manage and govern. I take it it's about governance. So how, how do you really sort of look at balancing that? you know, compliances in governance, but yeah, at the same time, trying to sort of drive innovations, right? And maybe, is there any sort of example and experience that you can share, particularly in Singapore?
1: So, Newson is a partner for a Digital Transformation Programme. Our innovative product help customers accelerate their digital transformation journey. And to fully understand digital trust, let's take a step back and look at the priorities of CIO and CXOs. So what we see is that all successful digital leaders focuses on four core areas. One, customer experience, which is outside in perspective, extremely important to grow the top line and keep customers happy. Number two, operational excellence, which is inside out perspective, again, very important to optimize the bottom line, generate profit and continuously improve on organizational processes. Third important pillar is innovation, which is ability to do new things or do things in a new way. Use disruptive technologies, some of which I'm sure we will discuss as we go along. And fourth is digital trust, uh, which has to do with their compliance obligations. And we know for sure that without taking care of the digital trust pillar, they can't consistently make progress on first three. And I think this is crucial for all businesses, not only government, but also private. Now with this context, let me tell you what we are doing here. So information governance, especially for unstructured information like document, content, paper document, emails, video. Our platform helps manage the entire life cycle of content right from capture of content to the long term retention and disposition. While we do this, we ensure privacy control, security and access control of information. The platform is also certified for industry leading standards like DOD, VERS, MORAG, NRA, ISO and ISMS.
0: Right. So what I hear is just a fair bit of, you know, rules and policies and compliances that you really need to sort of govern and manage, right, through, especially when it comes to information and data.
1: Yeah, I take a couple of examples to explain it further. The work that we have done together for attorney general chambers in Singapore, we have automated almost all part of their work that they do. Quite obvious that they work on something which is extremely confidential sometimes and the information governance is really really important for them. Our content management platform helps AGC to ensure that the right person has access to the information. We have used highly sophisticated encryption algorithm, complete data isolation done for confidential information which means that you know if someone has to access that confidential information he has to go through multiple authentication levels. Everything that they do in the system, all actions are tracked as audit log. We have integrated with best of the breed infrastructure level security components measures which build a very high level of digital trust and attorneys can confidently and safely work on anything like you know any critical information without worrying about getting it compromised and another example looking for a system in covid times and using our low code platform we were able to deliver that system in less than 2 weeks time so they were really looking for a system which can help them manage in and out of their staff from a vessel at singapore port it's a different flavor of digital trust that we have implemented here. What happens is that the system is integrated with SyncPass. There is a real-time authentication of person done with SyncPass. Also well integrated with other ecosystem applications to get the information about vaccination details, about any recent diseases. Together with all this current information, system creates a roster that who can go in or out both ways. I mean, system taking this accountability to consider all information and that then taking a right decision for the organization is digital trust that everybody needs. I mean, these are two great examples where both the organizations have worked together.
0: Making sure that, you know, the right people have the right access. Right? So all this check and balance to be put in place really require quite a fair bit of work and then also the enabling technology to really support it. Having said that, right, so a lot of the content and data are old out there and then you need to sort of do that. But yeah, at the same time, you need to still be able to deliver from a business point of view, right? Or maybe from a government, uh, public users point of view, right? So how how do you balance that? I mean, what do you see are things that's needed and maybe some examples of, you know, how we can actually sort of, you know, tackle that in the projects?
1: Great question. I think the most critical aspect is to think, from the beginning. Unfortunately, I would say digital trust is something which can't be built as a bolt-on to any digital system. It has to be backed into the program and compliance is always an evolving goal. So you need a system which can really adapt with the challenging and demanding situations. So few things like you know identifying risk area upfront and allocating sufficient budget to prioritize them is important. In simple terms and in more practical terms, it means that as an organization, you use right platform and right partners to build your digital systems. As you said, let me take one example uh, where Newsman and NCS, it is the work that we have done. They have built a subvention management system uh, using our low code platform. And what they do is that they run a complex set of rules on a massive data that they collect from clusters of hospitals. And this rule execution, and all the uh, analysis around it is really helping them to analyze and fine-tune this subvention for future and to also help them take some critical decisions in the current financial year that they operate in now the point here is that they have been able to modernize and innovate using our platform and one important reason is that the system ensures data security and compliance so which means that both innovation customer experience and digital trust has to go hand in hand to build a long lasting value generation through a digital system
0: right so what we all can see is the uh, many, many considerations that are put in place to be able to actually deliver the customer experience, deliver the features and the functions that's required, but yeah, at the same time, keeping check and ensuring that the data and the information are actually trusted and the right people actually had the right access. Another thing that in my mind, right, is that a lot of time most of the systems are actually not greenfield. Right? So we still need to be able to work with uh, what is actually out there, what is the legacy, right? So do you see that actually as a challenge?
1: Excellent question. Let me again take an example of a very recent work that we have done for a customer in Singapore. They were using a legacy record management system and uh, last year they actually migrated from a legacy content management system to the news and cloud managed record management system. And in their legacy system, they were not able to manage. So there were specifically two key challenges I would like to highlight here. One, they were not able to manage the video content well and during covid time, the video content we have all seen that there is a decent upsurge or huge upsurge, I would say, in the way the videos are generated in an organization and their ability to manage the video content. So one key problem area was management of video content. And another key problem area was like, you know, because they were using a legacy system, they were not able to open it to be used from uh, using through internet in a work from home or remote working kind of situation. It really hurted them a lot. So they soon decided to uh, migrate to a modern system. We did help them. We brought all the record from the legacy system to our system. It is now on cloud, now on internet. Help them to manage the entire fulcrum of records, right from office documents, paper documents, email. To as complex as large huge video documents we have used some innovative technologies which are available on cloud because uh, the the best part of the whole thing is that now the new system their new system is cloud native it can leverage intelligent storage tier it can leverage video streaming engines so on and so forth
0: so it looks like basically a lot of time the impetus is about some external factors that we never sort of get really forecast about right so COVID actually become a part of a digital transformation actually, and also the driving factors for getting people to work remotely and therefore that becomes set in place one thing about actually the in terms of the future right so everyone's been talking about gen ai what's your thoughts actually in this particular area
1: I think first thing is that we have a very progressive roadmap for Zen AI. In our low code platform, we are integrating Zen AI for generating you know, business processes, automatic generating of forms, bringing in a lot of pre packaged templates. So, all that stuff is going on. But I think what is extremely relevant to this conversation is what I want to talk in a bit more detail. We are enhancing our record management offering to help our customers ensure their compliance obligation even when they are adopting Gen AI for their organizations. So it is something like this, you know, that apart from other compliance and retention policies, the way we think is that there is going to be an enterprise-wide policy. The easiest example to understand this whole stuff is that suppose your organization is preparing uh, their uh, yearly data sheet report, which has to be filed with uh, the regulatory agency and after certain validations and auditing, then only it can come to the public. And you know, if you don't have enough uh, record management uh, governance and guardrails put in place, and by mistake, if this kind of information goes to public domain, then it can create a lot of trouble for the organization. So having a, a boundary or guardrail in terms of GenAI policies that this piece of information till it reaches to public domain cannot go to Gen AI is going to be very very important for organizations to consider yeah this is what i think we'll, we will have a very great role to play for enabling organizations to innovate safely
0: it's really about what can go and how you sort of, you know, categorize information and, and so on and so forth, right? Do you see that, you know, the machines can actually do a lot of this kind of work? Um, and then really Gen AI is the only tools that actually help you to do this or you do need other kind of considerations and also other capabilities as well?
1: Let me broadly talk about where the whole uh, digital trust, especially with respect to record management, well, the, where the whole market is going and what are some critical other needs along with facilitating them to use Gen AI. One important thing which we see and we are working for is federated information governance. What happens is that a lot of legacy applications customers are finding very difficult to rip and replace with modern ones because it holds complicated information, it has been there for a very long time. So there is no easy way to come out of it. What if your record management system has an infrastructure where policies can be defined centrally, but it can be applied on some remote systems in a more unified and uniform way. So that is generally, you know, in the industry referred as a federated record management system. You define all the record management policies centrally and with some integration, technical integrations and with some intervention, those policies can be enforced on external systems as well. Giving you as an organization, giving you a larger control over information governance, not only limited to a piece of information, but also can be expanded to other digital systems. This is one important direction. The second important direction is now it is happening in a much accelerated pace, but earlier, every decade, we have seen a new type of content coming in and disrupting all the content management policies. It started with paper scanning, then Microsoft Word kind of. Office applications came in, then email came in, then you have audio files, now video files. One important direction for information governance is that how do you evolve your information governance infrastructure and policies along with uh, the way the content is evolving. Like record management for social media content. The thing here is that if an officer in his official capacity makes any comment on social media, Social media is a very, you know, uh, is something which is not in your control as an organization. It is external. This data can be misinterpreted, deleted, removed from the feed anytime. So you have to take that information back to your record management, put it there, manage it like any other record, manage its retention, manage its overall in accordance with your organization's policy. So this is another example where uh, vendors like us have to continuously work, evolve their platform to be able to manage a different, different kind of content over a period of time. Maybe one more, which I feel is very important to talk about is overall leverage of machine learning and AI, not only limited to Zen AI, but also ability for machine to offload some work from knowledge worker, from record managers, from information governance officer. So things like, you know using NLP or using signature of a document to automatically classify documents, put it in the right bucket, put the right retention policies. Otherwise what happens is that a user in the absence of such modern technologies has to go through each and every piece of information, tag it one by one, put it in the content management, put it in the right bucket, put the right information governance policies. It takes up a lot of time which can be saved significantly and can be leveraged at some other place. I think these are few things that I see as the outlook to the whole information governance in future. Definitely, I can see that whole thing
0: really when it comes to you know the traditional way of actually just looking at data and records and text then becomes documents and rich media and now we're blurring the boundary between work and life with you know social media content that while you're trying to centrally manage but yeah at the same time you know there's there's so many sort of you know facets and 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 channels that we need to be able to actually be aware of actually when it comes to information governance i guess that that the whole thing gets more and more complicated in a sense right having said that all that thing right so what would be a takeaway right for our IT leaders actually when it comes to digital trust and information governance your advice
1: I would say, you know, make digital trust the heart of your digital journey for rock solid security and success. I think that is one given point. And I would say that, you know, the best way to do it is to choose the right partner and right platform. I explicitly want to say that this is where we both as partners, you know, NCS and Newsend comes into play with our proven track record of adding a lot of value in all digital systems that we work for. So I think that is what I want to say. Maybe I would also invite your thoughts on this.
0: Yeah, I really always think that when it comes to innovations or when it comes to technologies, it's always about enabling technology. So uh, enabling means needing the right technology, but yet at the same time, you need someone to be able to apply it, right, to enable it. It goes both ways. Definitely totally agree with you on that. And we really, when it comes to this particular subject, I think we can go on and on and talk about, you know, all the different facets that we, we talk about today, right? Um, Apen I think beforehand, we also, you know, spoke in depth about this, but we really, I hope that actually everyone, including myself, uh, really have learned quite a fair bit and, and also be a bit wiser actually when it comes to this particular topic. And on that note, we'd like to thank Appen to join us. Hope that everyone will think through and consider, you know, digital trust as part of the whole IT systems and information technology area. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Tech Thoughts. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on our podcast channel so you never miss out on the latest and greatest insights from industry leaders and experts. We look forward to welcoming you back for our next episode. Till then, stay inspired and keep innovating.